When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Bare Naked ABCs, where I am just absolutely mortified. Michelle, I don't know how we missed the song. It's it's going on what? It must be like what? 10 years now? 15? Well, I'm how... I'm in my retirement now, so yeah, it's been a long time. I mean, how did it, how did I miss this song? Why I... didn't you guys correct me? Well, sometimes it's hard to get a word in edgewise. Yeah, yeah, I, I see that. Well, and I'm not well, anyway. Yeah, I'm not really paying attention either. So, <laughs> well, anyway, somehow this song got shuffled to the back of the pack. I dusted it off. Oh, see, I, I should have seen. This should have gone before dusty rooms, and I, another wave of guilt just hit me. I mean, my heart is just breaking right now. Tracy, <sighs> Tracy, take a deep breath. We're Mainers, pure and true. Do you want us to fix it like a true Mainer? We could use a little duct tape. Sure. Let's use a little duct tape. Oh, ouch. Ouch, Michelle. That just reminds me that we should have covered this before duct tape heart. Oh, everything is just causing me to feel so much guilt. I feel like I'm 300 pounds and just floating away. Tracy, 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 just take a deep breath. It's okay. I'll pull you back on topic like pulling you down to earth. Again, Michelle? Really? This song should have been before down to earth. Ooh. Rub it in. Just just rub it in. I'll, you know what? Fine. I'll just come out with it. Tonight we're covering Don't Shuffle Me Back from Ladies and Gentlemen, Bare Naked Ladies in the Persuasions from 2017. And I messed up. He, while I recover myself, here's a quick snippet of the song. Before we start reviewing, I feel like I would like to announce our guest. We shuffled them back from the early years of our podcast. It is a great pleasure to introduce Mill from GetBareNaked.net and Bare Naked News. <laughs> Hello, I'm just here in case another one of these old timers kills over. <laughs> Ouch! Ouch! Oh, good one, Mill. <laughs> well, I mean, we have to get round to Aaron at some point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well. As everyone knows, we don't have Aaron. We lost him in the great earthquake on the moon in, in, the, in a couple years ago. It was a horrible, horrible thing. So, Mill, I'm sorry we don't have Aaron again for you this, this week. Um, it's, it's a great loss. Well, I have our, our computer working on the analysis for the song right now. Um, it'll spit out the, the stuff in a few minutes in Eric in Aaron's wonderful voice. Um, so 
you know, we'll, we'll get that in a few minutes. Um, <clears throat> I know we've talked extensively about this album before, but let's just rehash it since it's been so long. This album was released in April of 2017. It was spearheaded by Kevin, who had been working with Lou Reed in The Persuasions. Uh, oh, and The Persuasions had previously opened for him. Uh, Kevin was a huge acapella fan. And at Lou's memorial in 2013, Kevin and The Persuasions both played. In 2016, BNL and the group played at the Central Park Summer Stage. They bonded some more and decided to do some more work together. Kevin collected 30 songs, BNL songs, that he thought would be good and sent them to the Persuasions, who narrowed it down. Um, and that's not a pun. He actually said that. They went into the studio, took a day to get to know the songs, and then spent half a day recording them live and the results of this disc. I took most of this information from a compilation of articles, which I will post in the liner notes. Um, <clears throat> sadly, they did three dates with the Persuasions at the start of the tour, and then Jimmy Hayes, the bass singer, died 10 days later at the age of 81 from complications of an emergency surgery. Um, so that's a little bit sad. So um, to get back to some lighter discussion, though, the song was written by Kevin, was originally on his first solo album with Thin Buckle. And I think first solo album, uh, right, Mel? No. Cloud Maintenance no. came far later. Oh, no. It was on Cloud. It's on Cloud Maintenance, which is a 2011, I think, album. So. Thank you. Thank you for the correction on that. I got my notes yes, wrong. Yes, 2011. Um, I will be posting the original version of this as well as the version from, from Cloud Maintenance. Um, and. Mill, correct me if I'm wrong on this. I want to say Ron Ron Sexsmith was the one singing the lines on the Thin Buckle version. Uh, hang on, let's see which one is this it. This is this is one of those albums by him I don't own. Uh, I have not had a chance to collect this one yet. It says um, we have Arnold Robinson does the vocals on this one along with Sarah McDonald. So okay. And but I there, and I guessed wrong because there is a cop a version of this online where Kevin and Thinbuckle are doing um, a live version of this with Ron Sexsmith, um, and the voice actually sounds very similar. Yes, yeah, they, they often work um, together, um, Ron Sexsmith and Kevin, so they're noted friends. So I've gotten all the the specifics of this song out there, even though I've got to post them all. <laughs> um, <laughs> why don't we start talking about the song itself before I make more mistakes? Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. 
with Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Michelle, what are your thoughts on this song? That way I don't... We'll, we won't throw it to the guest first. We won't throw her under the bus. Him under the... They... Ah, we won't throw them under the bus here. Perfect. Uh, I... I... It's nice that you can laugh about it. That's good. Um, I liked this song. I was surprised that I listened to... And again, this is not one that I was familiar with so it was a new experience for my ears um i liked the original version that was on the original album um i thought it was kind of an interesting song but then i listened to the version of it with the persuasions and i really i liked the depth of it i liked it seemed like there was a little more and i don't know if it's because the backing vocals were a little bit deeper um but i just really enjoyed the um the energy of the song, the uh, it was kind of a fun, um, but sort of heartful song, if you will. Um, but I, you know, just just from listening to it a couple of times when I first listened to it, I really liked it, and then the more I got listening to it, the more I really loved it. So I think it's going to be become a new favorite of mine in the BNL repertoire. Mill, what are your thoughts on the song? Um, well, I'm not very familiar with the Persuasions one. I didn't actually like the Persuasions album very much. I think because I know, like, I'm very used to the original yep. versions of the songs, and being autistic, I don't really like when things get changed. So it, it sort of falls into that uncanny valley where things are si- like they look very similar but slightly different, and it makes it just so wrong to your ears. So um, <laughs> I, I do admit that it is a good song the persuasions version i'm just yep, so it, familiar with kevin's yeah, original yeah. that i couldn't i couldn't hear the differences but um so i'm, I'm talking yeah, more yeah. about the original version here but uh, it is one of his um he doesn't have many songs that are quite as kind of positive musically i mean he does have a few but it's rarer for him to have a, a very positive upbeat song like this so it definitely stood out to me in that way and i do love the kind of jazziness of it and such um it is rather um uh, like the music's very consistent it doesn't really change texture very much which did did bother me a little though i find it very the piano is very repetitive underneath the lyrics but i do love the lyrics there's some of like kevin's cleverer lyrics some of the the puns (laughs) definitely it's funny those points that you made mill because i feel like you're exactly right. Um, it was a, definitely a more 
it wasn't Kevin's normal style. It was a more quote unquote traditional sounding song, you know, as far as what you'd hear on the radio. Yes. It didn't have his normal sort of not normal, but his usual interesting spin. It was definitely more of a um mm structured song that would be the norm for the industry uh, but I did enjoy it for sure and I have to say I just have to throw this in not to take over the podcast but um, I am enjoying this new <laughs> perspective on Kevin you're giving me a whole different view you know what I mean like I'm, I feel like I'm getting a whole different appreciation and I feel like I'm going to listen to the songs going forward with a slightly different more open mind so I really appreciate you being here uh, he's a musician with a lot of depth like I don't know I feel like Ed and Steve songs really they're like they they connect to lots of people a lot easier but Kevin you have to really work at it to get into it his his strengths don't lie in his lyrics I, I'll admit this as a fan I don't think his lyrics are his strong point like the yes. music is often where he's the most creative yes. and strong and to get Definitely. that deep into the songs you have to give them a lot of listens but that can be hard when there's not much to grab you at first perhaps so I, so something like this uh, is a good entry into yes. kevin's work because of that as yes. you were saying it has that slightly more conventional feel to it so i think you could recommend this as if someone wanted to get into kevin's work more a song like this would be a good like jumping point between bnl yes. and kevin which i think is why they yes. put it on the persuasions album is that it feels BNL enough with the kind of clever lyrics and the, the slightly more upbeat tone. So I think that's why they picked it for it, along with the fact it just works mm -hmm. with the acapella voices. So. Oh, yeah. Like, this very much sounds like an acapella, like a 50s, 60s type sound to it. Even when you listen to the original version of it on, on Cloud Maintenance, it has that... He didn't change the sound, the song up that much for the persuasions version of it it just becomes different with them being added into it but it's almost the same exact kind of song altogether um versus some of the other songs that are on this album on the persuasions album they did change it up significantly and did a completely different rendition of it um for the persuasions i love the jazziness of this song though um i i I also really like how Jimmy takes that main spot for one of the verses for the third verse in. Um, it reminds me a lot of that, like 50s, 60s type sound, like the, the spinners and and the four tops. And um, I, I grew up listening to that, um, even though I'm not that old. Um, my parents listened to it a lot. Nor am I. I want it known. Nor am I. <laughs> <laughs> But my parents, that's all they listen to on the radio all the time. Yeah. That's what they grew up with, and so that's what I always heard. And so, like, that's all I listened to until, like, 9, 10 years old was, like, the what they called the oldies station back then. Um, and now the oldies station is what I grew up listening to, but... Like you laugh, that's true. I feel I feel so old now because I'm like I listen to the radio and the, the oldies version is like oh yeah songs from the nineties. I'm like no, that's not oldies to me. Yeah, um, yes, I see those, thank I you. See those vintage shops that have like stuff from the nineties in there, and I'm like I'm something from the nineties. Don't put right. me in the vintage. Oh yes, it's shocking. 
<laughs> like when did I guess I'm antique. Did, I'm no longer vintage. When did Def Leppard become an oldies band? That is offensive. <laughs> they were crucial to my high school success. How can they be an oldies hear, band? Yeah. Oh god. I hear classics and I'm like, oh, that's Led Zeppelin. And they're like, no, you know this band Bon Jovi? I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh god, I can't wait till things like like My Chemical Romance and Green Day are considered retro. <laughs> That's gonna be a day. It's a shocking moment. Let me tell you, when I heard Duran Duran on the oldies station, my heart broke because I was obsessed with Duran Duran. <laughs> One thing obsessed. I must qualify though is that like my generation don't listen to the radio. We're so modern, so I don't think oh. we're gonna hear the oldie station because there's not you gonna be what? an oldie You're station. Right. There won't even be the radio. It'll all be there'll be like an oldie Spotify to... or something. <laughs> 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 it's the oldies on Spotify. Except all the oldies by then, everyone will know how to use everything. The oldies now, the the old timers don't know how to use the technology. So. <laughs> Anyway, um, we're getting off topic. So I got us way off on this, but what I loved, I love the harmonies mm -hmm. on this. Yeah. Um, this is just my brand of kind of music, and I loved hearing it. I, I felt like, and I get where you're coming from with it, Mel. I felt it kind of branched it and actually, like, when I listened to the Thin Buckle version, I felt like there was something missing in the I, simplicity I will say of that, it. even though I like that one better, I think it was missing. I wanted more like extra like an extra layer or something to give it more texture and right and then once the persuasions came in i'm like that's what it was missing that's that's, that's that piece yeah. that's i think that's what i was trying to say when i was talking earlier like the first the original version did have something missing and the persuasions mm -hmm. filled it in yeah for my for my ears <laughs> now one of the lines i like the best in the song but i'm not sure i Maybe he's just making it kind of a rhyme. That's what like that's what like Kevin likes to do. He said like a rat tat tat tattoo. I'm like, oh, so he's talking about the Pokemon. They have a big Pokemon on their back. I, I, I'm like, oh wait, no. Hang on. <laughs> okay, that's someone, where my brain went. As someone who was like, I started playing Pokemon when I was three years old, and I'm still playing it now, 21 years later. I think you're talking about Rattata, which is not. I, th I think think it's written like that. If you look in his his um, lyrics and on his website, it's rat tat tat. It's it's got little yes. hyphens between it, so it's a completely <laughs> different word. But my kids play Pokemon all the time, and so like when when it came up, like when I play the game, I always call it Ratatat, and so, because that's just what it sticks yeah. in my mind. It's not right. It's not the right way to say it. So then, like, he's saying that, and that's all I could think of was, like, this person with this rat-a-tat, well, with this, this mouse on their back. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't think Kevin is cool enough to know Pokemon, though. <laughs> oh, let's give him some credit. Mm, no. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> <laughs> I like that he's having fun with this song, though. Yes. I think my favorite line was probably the um, at the Dollarama with the Dalai Lama line. Because <laughs> when we met, he actually told me a story about that, that he was once out at the market and he like they literally kind of bumped into the actual Dalai Lama at the market and just like he just sort of bowed to him when the Dalai Lama bowed to him. But um, I think that wow. may have been the inspiration. You know, they changed obviously the shop to make it rhyme. But I know that right, he's, he's but... into that sort of Buddhist kind of, you know. 
uh, stuff, so. And, and one of the things, so, like, Beatles were formational for me. Mm. And so, like, when I... I, I always compare everything to the Beatles, especially my favorite bands. I'll compare them to the Beatles, and, and this band is no different. Yes. Um, <laughs> I haven't done that a million times on this show already. But, <laughs> like, Stephen is John to me. Like, he's got those dark lyrics. He's got that very poetic mind. Yeah. And then, of course, we, we've got Ed, who who is very much Paul. Like, he'll tell a story, and it's always almost like a lighthearted story, but there's a very full story behind it. But he'll sing a song about anything. Mm. And then, then, so, like, most people will be like, oh, well, then, you know, then Kevin must be, must be George. And I'm like, no, no, no. Kevin is very much Ringo. Like, his songs are very different from all the rest of the types of songs. But enjoyable. And that's what I like about Ringo's songs is they're always enjoyable, even if they seem lighthearted or simplistic. They're not in the lyrics. But if you put it on and you just listen to it, you get the feel of it. And and any Ringo song, you, you close your eyes and don't listen to the lyrics, you listen to the feel. And that's what you're supposed to do. And that's kind of Kevin, like you were saying earlier. Like Kevin's songs are meant to be listened to for the wraparound experience. I don't actually know any of Ringo's songs from the Beatles. Like, my, my experience, I actually only really listen to George Harrison's stuff on the side. So, to me, Kevin feels very George Harrison because something like Within You, Without You feels a lot like some of Kevin's kind of spacier, more spiritual music. So, but um, uh, I will concede that because I don't know Ringo's songs. So. <laughs> No, I could see that with the with the spacey type stuff. I could see that that would be more a, a better comparison than two. Mm. So I don't have a lot more to say about this song. Um, I really enjoyed it, but there's just not a lot for me to delve into with the song itself. Um, I just had a lot of fun listening to it over and over again. Uh, sure. I mean, I had some stuff because um, as I mean, I think I kind of got invited on here as sort of resident Kevin expert. So yes. I was going to give you some yes. context on the album, oh, like the perfect. cloud maintenance album that it comes from. So, okay. So the cloud maintenance album, you'll see like the front cover picture is a couple of little astronauts looking at, well, kind of inspecting some cloud like bubbles. And this is a picture called, um, routine cloud maintenance by Don Porcella, which, um, it's kind of um, the story behind it is the idea that um, some people have a job kind of going up into the sky to maintain the clouds, like to you know keep them in working order. And but um, the kind of the, the theme behind the painting is this idea of like imagining their families down on the ground, like having to say goodbye to their their family members when their family members go up to maintain the clouds, and this idea of sort of distance from the people that you love while they're doing their job or whatnot and that that theme of sort of of distance of being far apart is through kind of um kevin said that it had an influence on the whole album and you can hear it in something like don't shuffle me back is the kind of idea of being kind of separated from someone and being distant from them um you can hear it like much more clearly in songs um like see you again is very obviously about kind of missing some like wanting to see someone again and there's also tell me tell me uh is about someone who's far away and kevin's kind of asking them to tell him what it's like where they are 
or something like she waved is about someone going away on a bus and she's waving as she leaves on the bus so that's like the the, the other songs um i mean see you again is very jazzy and upbeat like don't shuffle me back but the other two are much more melancholic but the whole well nearly all the songs on the album have this theme of distance and and longing from someone that you love and and that's where it kind of fits into his wider uh, kind of catalogue of songs and this particular album so it's it's a theme that I think is in a lot of Kevin's songs this sort of longing and wistfulness is how I often feel a lot of his songs have this wistfulness to them but it's much more explicit on this one album so it's interesting he found so many different ways like both kind of positive sounding ones like this and the, the sadder songs to kind of explore this one single theme there's lots of different ways to look at it so and it's different songs you've just made me want to go out and buy the album now <laughs> <laughs> my partner is going to be very upset <laughs> I, i've got about a, a probably about at this point 20 something albums that i have accumulated for this show <laughs> And my partner has told me that I'm not allowed to collect any more for the show. And now I have one more I need to Uh-oh. add. Uh-oh. I mean, it's a, it's a very thin album. You can you can sneak it in there. It's just a couple That's of pieces right. of cardboard. No, it's, that's really interesting that he did it that way, that he's exploring all these different ways of being far away. Um, I love that there's a theme for the album. I think that's very yes. Kevin. That's very Kevin to have. A- it's a very subtle theme that you will not pick up unless you either listen to it as much as I have or you know it's there. Like, yes. You, like, it yes. took me a long time to notice it when... Because there are songs that are not about that, like Monsters Anonymous, which is could have been on Snack Time, to be honest. Yes. Um, that, that's a bit of a, a, a strange one thrown on at the end, but... Well, and I love the video for that one, too, so... Yeah. We've, we've talked a lot about the song, and we've talked about the different versions of the song, but we have... You know, I like my objectivity. I like my measurability. Let's let's get some numbers put to this. Okay, so for the ratings, because this is a... Well, because of the situation of this episode, we're going to give... For ratings, we're going to go by lost episodes... How many lost episodes do we give this song? <laughs> uh, and I I like this song, and I have to say, um, Mill, with your input on it, I've really gained a deeper appreciation um, just for Kevin's process, I think, and how he shares what he does. So mm-hmm. I had started with a different score, but I'm ultimately giving this song a four. And um, I will go to you, Mill, and ask um, your rating. How many lost episodes do you give Don't Shuffle Me Back? I mean, I'm talking more the original version here, but I think it could, for someone else, I think I would kind of, you know, their, their, their persuasions mm-hmm. score would be about the same. But um, I would also give it four lost episodes because I do really like it, but... I sometimes find myself skipping it because the music is just not quite textured enough for me on the original version, but I can't quite gel with the Persuasions mm-hmm. version yet, but <laughs> slightly more likely to 
skip it than drawing, but it's still one of it's still a really good song, so nice. I can't fault it. Nice. nice. Okay, nice. Tracy, how many lost episodes do you give I this song? I have to completely agree with you, Michelle. Um, in, in talking with you, Mill, about this and in, in talking about uh, Kevin, I have to say that it has actually, you know, brought me to enjoy the song more as we've been talking about it. You know, it's it's filed it into a different place in my mind and moved it up the ranks. Um, I originally had it at a lower number, but uh, I'm, I'm bumping this up to a four. Um, I really enjoy the song. Interesting. We are in agreement all across the board. That does not happen often on this show. Now, we'll see if Aaron... Oh, well, Aaron's gone and we've lost Aaron. So this song is just below Bank Job and just above Baby Seat. Oh, I'm sorry. Just above As You Like. I'm sorry. No, it is Baby Seat. That's right. (laughs) So much for computer improvement. That was human error. That's the human user. That's the human interface. That was the problem. Tracy, back to you. All right. So... This week's appearance, I mean, we're get, we're hitting the bottom of the barrel here. Like, what else am I gonna gonna pull out here? Um, we've gone through everything, but luckily they they actually videotaped back then. Videotape. Well, actually, they probably recorded it. It wasn't a videotape <laughs> back then. Um, <clears throat> they actually recorded the sessions as they were recording the song with the persuasions. So this week's appearance is actually the session recording from that um it's actually a lot of fun to watch them recording this episode or this uh, song as they're going along you could tell they're really having a great time while they're while they're singing together um and it's interesting that some of the songs on this album like every now and then they'll miss a harmony and you could tell like oh yeah they didn't quite practice this as many times through as they normal normally would with an album um but this isn't one of those songs like there's no missing spots there's no downs there's no no uh no skips. So uh, it's a lot of fun to watch them in the in the studio doing the song, and that's what this week's is. So and so, go out there once again. Um, as I mentioned years ago, you definitely <laughs> want to. <laughs> when I was uh, go still in my and... when I was still in my forties. <laughs> Before they put you in the home. Before they put me in the home. You can go back and you can read all the stuff that that Mill wrote for for Get Bare Naked. It's actually still a lot of fun to go back and read all that stuff. Um, So please go out there and do that. I'll be putting that in the liner notes for this week. Um, We have no song for next week. That's it. (laughs) I don't get another one of his terrible sayings. (laughs) 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 You are awesome. Yes. That's hilarious. I can't recover from that. Oh, my God. That was great. I don't know what to say. That's going to be our end right there. That's the end. What what are you going to do with the podcast after this, guys? I don't know. I'm going to just keep the website up forever. We'll ship it to Jupiter. The that's colony right. that's now on Jupiter will send to them. Don't shuffle me back to the bottom of the deck. Don't shuffle me back. Don't shuffle me the back. The doctor calls. The lawyer 
But you don't call me, no, you don't call me anymore. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 